Really, Cred? Really, Cred? Oh my god. Hey guys, we're live. I'm ready. And you didn't talk before I unmuted you. That was great. Um, <laughs> welcome to Really. We've got a new overlay. And I didn't tell Eftad about this. We've got a special guest today. We have a new overlay. Oh, we are using it. And we have a special guest today. Yeah, my ego, which has actually become an entirely separate person, is joining us on the show. Did you have a wonderful Kretzmas? Are you wearing a ring? Yeah, I've, I like this ring. Jeez. Does it have like a dragon on it or something? No, it has a, a pentacle on it. A pentacle? I don't even know what that is, but it sounds dirty. Anyway. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so so you recently actually, you celebrated a birthday. No, I you? celebrated Christmas. So you recently celebrated a birthday, didn't No, you? I celebrated a holiday called Christmas. Alright, so you, so Kret is under the delusion <laughs> that... Credit is under the delusion that he is his own holiday, and I <laughs> actually I'm two I'm two holidays I'm two holidays. There's also Credit's giving later in the year, which is the fifteenth no. Thursday after the summer equinox. And is that some some druid shark tooth necklace wearing thing that I don't understand? <laughs> no, it's Credit's giving, dude. It's the season I of mean, giving. I just don't get it. Like Credit's I get it. Your birthday, Credit's play on Christmas, but. Cret's giving, Cret and thanks are not similar. And what sort of, what, why is 12 Thursdays after 15, 15 equinox, Thursdays after the summer equinox. Why is that important? What, how that's, that relate that's to the day of Cret's giving. But how does that, like, I don't get the joke there. It's I the get, season of giving. Why, why do you need a reason to give gifts and be cheery, dude? I thought you were the no, happy one of the two of us. I don't need a reason to give gifts and be cheery. I need a reason to celebrate your well, existence. Because right now I don't have one. I, I need a reason. I need a reason to give gifts and be happy. So that's why I made up two holidays just for me. Anyway. That people moving celebrate. Past, moving past. Did you know Polar Bear Mike had a wonderful Christmas? Moving past your actually, video, just tell me actually, what your birthday was. My birthday was pretty good. Yeah, what'd you do? I'll tell you later. Oh. Chat's not old enough. <laughs> um, but but in in the Christmas spirit, I uh, I publicly released Cretcalc 2.0, which I'm actually really excited about. And can you uh, you know I actually noticed a couple of things that were wrong with Cretcalc. Yes. Yeah, um, I would like for you to implement Hydrostar for when I start with Thanatos. Uh, suck a dick. I would, you know, Alquan just doesn't work. Actually, no, I fixed that. I fixed him. Shit. Um, could you put in no. Throwing Dagger? I'd really like to use Throwing Dagger. I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but if you have any serious bugs about uh, Crack Calc, you can... Uh, you can go ahead and tweet at me or drop a YouTube comment or whatever. There are bugs because my testers didn't actually send me any fucking slackers. But so, so jokes aside, what the hell is Cret Calc? I mean, I we all know that Cret, you're the coach for Eager, mm -hmm. so there's some sort of like reason to trust you and believe you, and we get that you're the numbers guy. And I mean, uh, like, all right, so I, I'm gonna open it for the first time. What what am I looking at here? Right, so. Uh, I want to say it's a theory crafting engine, right? Like it's like, like calculator's a little too small of a word because it sort of does four different things. Um, okay. 
it started because there's a DPS formula for hunters, right? Like, the chance that you crit times your crit damage, plus the chance that you don't crit times your non-crit damage multiplied by your attack speed. And basically, you could do that by hand pretty easily, but... Easily? Yeah. I can barely think about the third word you said. Keep going. Times plus times times. It's pretty easy. Arithmetic. Okay. That's awesome. how I built my reputation of doing basic arithmetic and people just being like, this is way too complex for me. <laughs> but I automated it, right? I made like awesome. a little spreadsheet Sweet. to automate something small. That's exactly what I want. And then I made bigger stuff, right? Like, because at first it just automated that and you had to put in the stats yourself. And then I put in items and then I put right. in gods and then I put in steroids and then I put in buffs and then I put in... Steroids? Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. I... I like my esports without drugs. I'm sorry, Cret. I can't continue down this Well, that's difficult because it's very hard to regulate stuff that could potentially be medication. <laughs> he took the bait, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he took the bait. But anyway, no, no, no. So this is a pretty cool, this is a pretty cool tool. Um, all that math that you sort of said that, I think people would understand. Basically, this seems to be a laziness tool. It the is, math yeah. That you, the math that you laid out that I playfully like had my eyes roll into that. That's not difficult. It's difficult to think about, but when you see it on a sheet of paper, it's very simple. It's, it's just plus plus fifth grade very, level, maybe. Yeah, it's very very simple, but it's annoying as hell. No, it's, it's like when you get third those, grade level. It's when you get when you get those the, that math homework right, and it's like yeah. all right, here's one here's one like polynomial. It's a trinomial. Solve it. Show your work. Plot it on a graph. Put it on a histogram. Record a Twitch video of you doing it on your graphic calculator and beat the first level of Mario. Right. Well, do thirty of them, and you're and like, I know how to do it, but fuck that. That's what this does for you. You know how exactly, to do it, but you don't want to take all the time because so the this thing allows is, you to figure out the damage. it's not too hard to calculate a hunter's damage, right? Like you figure out how hard they hit, you double it if they crit, you double it in a half if they have a deathbringer. You figure out the percents, which isn't too hard, and then you multiply mm -hmm. it all by their attack speed. But then you swap out executioner for fatalist to see how much damage you lose, and you have to do it all again. That's where Cred Calc comes in, because it, like, it just changes everything. You swap one item for another, and it'll tell you, like, what the... It won't tell you what the damage difference is, but it'll give you the new damage, because it then forgets what the last one was. So, this is a great tool. It looks wonderful. Mm -hmm. You've done a lot of work. I love the PayPal button in the middle of my fucking That's screen. fucking right! <laughs> give me your money, FDOT. And one of the things that I think is hilarious is this is the perfect... Like, this is you. Yeah. This is intricate work. It doesn't look pretty, but it gets the job done. And it's called Cret Calc, when the clear, better marketing word would have been the Cretulator. Well, I can't pronounce that. So that's why I didn't call it that. But It's just objectively better than Cret Calc. Cretulator. It's like calculator, but with Cret instead of Calc. I don't get it's, it. It's perfect. Um, but, but this, no, no, no. But for real, I love this. This is this is Cret in a document. It's ugly, but it does good numbers. That's I'm not ugly. I'm actually beautiful. Uh, do you see my tweet? I'm the most beautiful man in the world. That was the tweet for the show. And there are people here. Who I, don't that. I don't follow you. I don't follow you. See, we made that joke about a year ago, and I actually didn't follow him. 
<laughs> anyway, um, but there, there's one last little thing that I want to talk about for those who don't know, and this is something I only just released with 2.0, is it can calculate combos for you. Ooh. So you could say, all right, what's Poseidon's big combo, right? Like, what do you do on Poseidon? Whirlpool Kraken! Yeah, all right, so you could put in Whirlpool Kraken, throw in a tidal surge, right? See right. how much damage that does. Cool. It'll also tell you how long it takes to do that. Really? And then you could compare it to Agni, where Agni's, like, most damage, right, is something like Bomb Bomb, or Bomb Stun, Bomb Bomb, Dash, Flame Wave. So you can say, yeah. all right... How much damage is Poseidon doing total? How much damage is Agni doing total? How long is it taking them? How is that affecting their DPS? Is And it like it does stuff like Spear of the Mages for you. It does a whole bunch of shit. So, uh, check it out. And wow. Spear of the Mages? It does Spear of the Mages. Uh, basically... Is, would, would that be good on Agni? Yeah, that would be really good on Agni. I hate you. Um, but no, basically everything's automated, and you just sort of put in a combo and compare it to whatever else. Yeah, I mean, so so it, it pretty much works. I think this is probably, I mean, realistically, I think this is more than the average player needs. Totally. But it's a shitload of fun to play with. Instead of getting into your casual queue and rooting my game because you want to try attack speed tier, you can use crit, you like... You can use Cret Calc and figure out just how bad that will actually be in yeah. juxtaposition to other builds. And so it's actually a lot of fun. One of the cool things is it lets you keep doing Smite when you're, like, at school or something, right? And if mm -hmm. your teacher finds you doing it on your tablet, you're, just, you're, you're, you're doing math. <laughs> I'm doing math. It's math homework. And it's so ugly, it actually looks like standardized math It actually does math look like homework. math homework. Yeah. So <laughs> you're not going to get in too much trouble. So that's I put the link in chat where you can find it. Uh, YouTube.com slash Cretata, the same place where you find our VODs. Uh, you can find the video and the link in the description of that video. So uh, good work. Uh, in, in all seriousness, man, that's like a shitload of work. And, and it's something that you've been yeah. doing behind the scenes for your own team. Now... This is actually really interesting to me because uh, I want to know the thought process. You've been mm -hmm. working on this for a long time. I don't sure. mean working on this. You've had you've had a version of this for a long ass time, working with it and using it in your coaching. Um, and you and I have discussed how you don't want to publicly release it because that's your proprietary info. That's it like is. What makes, it is. So, what made you change your mind? Uh, the spirit of Christmas or Christmas. Fuck you. God, I thought I was gonna get a real answer. <laughs> Why did you think you were gonna get a real answer? You don't. So, you know me. So no. What so actually changed. Well, first of all, it's pro players already know a lot of this shit, just intuitively, right? Like, okay. pro players are really good at the game. They know it inside and out. And in some ways, people give them too much credit, I think. But in some ways, people don't give them enough credit, right? Like mm -hmm. when Zatman figures out a new build, he's just like, this feels best, I'm gonna do this. And everyone else does it, because, like, <laughs> Zatman's intuition is strong enough to set the standard for the ways that all hunters build. Like, does he need that? Well... What do you mean? Okay. Does he need Kret Calc? Well, no, not really. There are, like, a few edge cases that maybe it could be used where he could, like, learn something. But 
the most people I who would be using it on a public release wouldn't figure out those things anyway, right? Like, <laughs> right, right, right. right, like I've publicly re- publicly released it, and I doubt everyone anyone has gone through all the hunters and been like, huh, which hunters can I do auto ability auto and not lose any auto attack DPS on? I don't think anyone's done that. You totally could do it. I've done it. You could. I know which hunters don't lose any auto attack DPS. It's not Apollo. Actually, it is. Uh, <laughs> it Apollo is. Apollo doesn't lose any. Yeah. All right, because of Audacity. No, I mean, it, basically, right. basically, Auda- uh, or Apollo's one fires fast enough that you don't like your auto attacks aren't interrupted oh, if you do if you do it right. Yeah. Mm. Um, Interessante. So there's what about also the other hunters. Let's get you to spill all your secrets. I'm trying to think. It's it's been a while. Most of them are fine. You can use pretty much every ability without losing Uller's DPS. One is really Uller, fast. The the mistake that people make on Ur in a fight is they do the three one when yeah. it's better to do auto three, auto one if you're trying to maintain auto tech DPS. Obviously three one on a stun target confirms this hits. Um, mm-hmm. on hers impales a very slight DPS loss. Or, rather, it's not a DPS loss. It's still a DPS gain, but you are increasing the time between your attacks. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, just I stuff like that. Like, you could go do, through and, like, learn these cool that. little things. Kret is like... I mean, Kret's like a little puppy. Where you're playing with the puppy, and he's, he's, he's learning how to sit, he's learning how to stand, and then roll over. But if you throw the ball... He's going to fucking chase it. That's this right. Is, all you got to do, you mentioned a little bit of math, a little bit of, well, you know, what do you think the time to kill is? it? And then you got 10 minutes of do whatever the hell you wanted to going on. So <laughs> I love how you're just a little puppy. It's so funny. But Cret Calc allows you to do all this stuff at home without your own personal Cret here like I have. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's actually really, really cool. Um, and, and I think that's interesting. So... You said that... You know what the other thing is that we haven't mentioned? I think it it can get you thinking in the right way, right? So, I I went on this about stream earlier. uh, One of the generic questions I get the most often on my AMA is, what's the optimal build for this character? Well, unless you're talking about a hunter two months ago, there probably isn't one. Because the question is, what do you want your character to do? Right? right? Like, right. what's the optimal Alquang build? I don't fucking know. Do you want really efficient auto-attack DPS while building a lot of utility and defense? Do you want a one-shot mace to the face at 50 minutes? Like, what are you trying to do on your Alquang? Because there are a lot of different <laughs> options. And Kretkow can get you looking for, like, optimal ways to build instead of optimal builds. Right. There's no <laughs> one way to build Vamana. And that is, I think we've reached a really cool point in 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 Smite balance because of that. Yeah, and, and that leads to even even hunters, which are have. like the most rigid class right now, have a lot of options. It's like right because a hunter, a hunter, hunters, and I guess assassins. When I say assassins, I mean pure assassins. Yeah, not what hi, not what high res calls them. When I say assassins, I mean like Loki. Loki. Not Ja to a certain extent. Characters that like intend to one shot Mace in the face in 50 minutes. Uh, the, these characters and hunters, well, their job is to just do that. They just mm-hmm. deal damage. Hunters, I, like you said, to, now with the absence of sprint, 
Now you have to put in some utility with Fatalis. Yeah, it's like, hey, do you want a Fatalis? And there's also the Transcendence where it's like, do you want to sacrifice a bunch of things to get mana? Right. And and that's... It's so interesting. That's really where I like Smite to be, and it's fun because, you know... In the in the right before we changed, right before there was a change in, in, in the meta with this patch that changed all the <laughs> mid harpies and stuff like that, uh, it's very uh, it was smite was the most balanced it had ever been. The difference in viability and win rate between all of the gods was very small. But mm-hmm. nobody gave a shit because it wasn't the most fun it's ever been. Which is really at the well, end of it's... the day, kind of cool. So a while ago, I think after really last week, three people messaged me on Skype like, Hey, do you watch Extra Credits? Which is a YouTube series about these game designers who like talk about game design stuff. <clears throat> I don't recommend watching it. It's really good. I don't recommend watching it. I like it. I Use Control shift n because your YouTube recommendations will be nothing but Extra Credits. <laughs> like, it's a fucking pain in the ass. Control-Shift-N. Incognito mode. You know the hotkey for that? That's How right. Much put- Never mind. No, it's it's for Twitter. If someone blocks you, control shift N, type in their Twitter, you can see their tweets. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> that and YouTube. That's I also I use it for. to watch streams without showing up in chat. Who blo- Well, there's an add-on for that. Who blocks you? Uh, Besides me. Hurlwinds. And okay, there was, like, some, like, random guy who I had no idea who he is. Is it Nantom? No. No, Nantom. I just took a around. guess. Really? Yeah, no, we're, uh, we're chill. Word. Um, <laughs> yeah, but anyway. So, anyway, yeah, the, there's, there's one that they did about uh, perfect imbalance, right? Where, like, there's... Chess is perfectly balanced. The problem is you have to literally study chess before you get to the point where you are allowed to, like, do anything new or innovative, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you have to know hundreds of years of chess strategy before you can think about doing your own, if you're trying to actually be good at chess. If you don't give a shit, you can do whatever you want. That's the case for everything. The old... I mean, there's a timeless... I don't think it's a cliche because it's act, it's always so relevant. Mm-hmm. You gotta learn the rules before you break. Well, them. kind of yes, but a state of perfect balance makes that a lot more rigid. Where a state of perfect imbalance makes things a little bit more interesting in some situations. Another example would be like Mystical Mail or Runeforge right. Hammer, where those items are just crazy good for their money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's 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 one of those things that I mean. I can't really talk about the the details of it, but in a very informal meeting type deal, there are we so at high res there's these like real formal balance meetings where people get in a big discussion room and whiteboards are included and then like sometimes me and Bart just grab a Red Bull and are like so what's up? And then we'll find out, we'll like have a cool idea and bring it to somebody. And we sort of have a sit down real informal, just like what would be more fun in Smite? The game's real. And, like, we were talking, and, and, and we'd say one idea, another idea, and Peckies and Adonis would be like, well, hey, man, that's that's that wouldn't be too balanced. And, well, that's the second conversation, because right now it's about yeah. fun. And one of the things that, that I think has really have really changed is, is the fun because of, and it's so weird, because I think we agree on this, 
when we were talking last week on really and the week before that about railroads and how creativity on the map can be overwhelming to players mm-hmm. and that's unfun but creativity in build is actually really fun it is really fun and i don't know and that's that is a three-hour discussion that's very philosophical why is this creativity more fun than that creativity but at the end of the day i think it's really fun to be able to grab i don't know a tier and build transcendence hydra star or hydra's lament and be a damage dealer out of the soul lane or just be a tech and just push people around. And sure, Hydra Star probably not the, the best example, but you can go aggressive tier, you can go defensive tier, and you can go straight control tier. Right. And you can do that with a number of other gods right now, which it's been a long time since that happened. There has been I think the perfect example of this is Vulcan. Time. You can level Vulcan any way you want. <laughs> you anyway. don't have to take ranks of his ultimate. I mean, you should probably pick it up at like level 5, but you don't have to level it. You don't have to level this two. You could level this two first. You could level this three last. You could level. You could do whatever <laughs> yeah. you want, and that's really fun. I hate Vulcan because I'm terrible at him, but that's fun. Vulcan is fun. Vul- Vulcan's a lot of fun, and 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 it's that sort of open endedness that I think really makes it's tough because you have to rely on like high end players to sort of do that type of mm-hmm. thing. But it's fun because there is. A wrong, but there's many rights, which I think is really yeah, and the, I the think conversation. Part of it, I mean, I don't want to get into like the game balance, how do you do that sort of thing, because right, right, right. I don't really know. Like, I do a little bit, but it's also just like it's just nuts and bolts, and that's not <laughs> the sort of interesting that uh, that's not interesting for everybody. But right. I think a big part of it is making builds about getting a bunch of different things, right? Like. <laughs> So, when you build a Hunter, which have historically been some of the most concrete builds, there's a few things you need, right? You need your penetration, you need your attack speed, you need your crit, your power. And you need your power and you need your lifesteal. But now you need your mana and you need your Fatalis effect, and you can't do all of those. So you have to either give up some damage or give up some Fatalis effect or give up some mana or, or whatever. And that's a lot more interesting than just having one Hunter build to rule them all. Um, or even even Loki Loki is like the most straightforward character because you kill one person but even Loki has a build decision right now which is fantastic his build decision is late game do you sell your transcendence for malice if you Mm -hmm. do you'll deal more damage if you crit and less if you don't (laughs) and that's it yeah, it's 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 a dice roll, and, and it's not really a choice. I mean, it is, but it's like a fake choice, right? Well, it's so. it it's like not something like it's just a judgment call, right? Do you want that twenty percent or nah? But like, even that's a little bit interesting on Loki, where typically Loki builds are kind of boring because there is a way to do the most damage with your one three auto attack, and you can find that using crit calc. That's right. I'm the best. <laughs> You need to market yourself better. But, uh, so, I do market myself better. You just try and shut me down. <laughs> so with that, I, with, with the state of the game right now, we made uh, there was some changes. The the whole map like exploded, and <clears throat> Sprint Three was taken away, which basically blew up Hunter. Oh, was as awesome. Well. I mean, I know Derekar has been complaining about it forever, and he was right. It's so much better now. Really, you think Hunt- so? 
Hunters are still incredibly good, but at least they can't yeah. ass battle you. Like that shit was so dumb. <laughs> I remember I remember in scrims where like we'd be playing against AFK and every so often like we're about to win a fight and Alan's just like, Well, I think we're about to lose this and he'd just activate sprint and like shibalonky dash in and just start going ham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and like sometimes it just works because like you could do that and maybe get away with it with sprint three, and yeah. that's really cool, really fun to watch, and completely fucking stupid. It's almost <laughs> like a character that can dash eight times and then alt in one second. That would be silly. I'm talking about Rotoscar. He's stupid. Oh, Rotoscar. Yeah, but do you ever actually get the eight dashes? You get like three. Yeah, you get like three, and then you ult, and then you get three again. It's still kind of, uh, uh, yeah, I just hate, true. I just hate well, that god because every time you're like, oh, he's out of dashes, we can kill him. He just ults. You're like, fuck. Did you guys, did you guys have to deal with him in hitbox? Uh, I don't remember. I think we banned him. He's a good ban. Word. Well, actually, what what do we get into that? Because uh, Ratatasker was available for a hitbox mm -hmm. to be able to be played. Uh, the hitbox invitational, a lot of people, I think, missed it. I remember talking to people, and it was talked about and pushed. Honestly, like, Hi-Rez pushed it every chance uh, we got on the live stuff. Just like, hey, by the way, there's a hitbox thing going on. And hitbox obviously pushed it. We tweeted about it. But we got, honest, well, real talk. 1,500 viewers to 2,000 on Hitbox instead of Twitch is actually pretty good. It's we pretty had good like 15 to 1,600 viewers, which uh, I was pretty okay with. Uh, but a lot of people were very surprised. They were like, what, what's going on? I didn't know. So it was $1,500 to the it, it was $1,500 to the number one team, 1,000 to number two, and 500 to number three. Yeah. So it was a little bit of money. It was, good. it was enough money, I feel like, for the teams to want to compete and not troll. But at the same time... Mm. You're keeping stuff in the bank because of summer finals. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not a well paying tournament. I just right. I really hate only paying top three. Yeah, well, this is an exhibition. I'm yeah, no, I mean it's just sort of like, like why is the cutoff in three? That's so weird to me, right? Well, so, I, like I, for an exhibition, I actually like that because there is no like like that's if you're basing a tournament about rewarding the best. It should just be top three. I mean, I the, guess. Like going back. Okay, in, wait. In history, let me let me change that again. Show. Let me modify that. Only paying out top three if you're gonna have a best of three third place match. At least make it best of one. Word. Okay, I see that. Because then the fourth place team is like that. It's just like we just played an extra two hours, three hours. You're yeah, like, uh. that, that that I feel you. I I, I think. I think rewarding win, place, and show for second and third is totally fine when you're not worried about sustainability or anything, uh -huh. which is yeah, what totally. we, we which is what you know, high res and, and smitey sports just did very recently, which is very cool. We're doing it in an exhibition, whatever. But in any event, uh, the team showed up and like I said, fifteen hundred is enough to like play hard like the teams didn't go in and play troll shit, but at the same time, it, like I could tell that the players weren't doing everything they had in their wheel their wheelhouse mm -hmm. because of summer finals lurking so close. So yeah, it's, you had the team show, and some t European teams didn't even accept. Fanatic straight up said no, which I totally of that. I totally get. Like I one hundred percent get as well. I mean, reels that. that Real says in chat, we don't get out of bed for anything less than 10k. <laughs> I think that's a little bit of a, I think that's a little bit of an exaggeration. But what 
I mean, it, what, what was cool was that I think it was Fnatic and Paradigm both mm-hmm. said no uh, because of the upcoming summer finals land. They, the North American teams showed some sort of strategies, but like I said, kept stuff close to the chest. Uh, European teams really, I mean, they didn't do too hot in the spring final land. Zero wins, uh, except for the matches against each other. So I think they're uh, a little angry about that and didn't want to. Um, <laughs> you were sick. Really you were sick. <laughs> Which yeah. is, I, I respect that. I was very excited to see that. That's sort of where they were going. It's kind of fun. Uh, Real says he couldn't feel feel the five man roster. Well, there yeah, goes my whole idea. I, well, and that's also like, your, your shit. if you have to, you know, like. Your parents want to go to the water park. For the SPL, you go to the water park another day. For the Hitbox Invitational, you're going to the water park. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) In any event, uh, it was actually pretty cool. We got to see, I think, that AFK really was the team to look at when it comes to a team that had practiced a choreographed beginning mm-hmm. anywhere close to what we saw from last split so uh if, if you guys didn't catch it they what what afk did was they hit backs blue lane mids speed lane they had the mid start on the speed side of things and it, it was very so it was very meticulous so how yeah basically that. what it is it, we can like figure it out from pts casuals or, or something like that like but basically, if everything goes according to plan or best case circumstances, you get level right. 5 on your mid and jungle at 2 minutes and 15 seconds. Which is a little faster than last yeah, time. Yeah, that's around. very quick. You used yeah, to be around 240, 245, yeah. yeah. No. That's where you would hit it. You'd want to be like 245. Because your Agni would want to have one bomb, right? So you figure like 240, mm-hmm. 230. So it's, it's quick. It's a quicker... Game to level five, which is fun. I think that's fun, but it's interesting because we watched. I watched the AFK games. I commentated them along with Kevin. Um, I watched the AFK games, and because AFK got the mid camps, sure. when the enemy didn't see them, there wasn't any blatant mid harpy fights, which is interesting. Um, I think I, I think so. Was it so just AFK to... like getting them on timer? Yeah. No, uh, like so then times. AFK just sort of won everything because they got mid harpies on timer. Yeah, I mean it was it was there were a number of other close things, but AFK did wind up winning a lead because of those mid harpies. So I think that they were undervalued by some of the teams because right now the conversation is mm-hmm. well, mid harpies aren't worth that much, but. That can be said a little too much, because mid-harpies are yeah. worth something. Mid-harpies right? aren't worth that much if you do something. If you don't do something instead of getting mid-harpies, like, you're in trouble, right? Like, right. people are like, mid-harpies aren't worth more than a blue buff. That's what it is, right? If you're mm-hmm. like, if you have to choose between getting mid-harpies and a blue buff, you should get the blue buff. Assuming you right. wouldn't get it and the mid-harpies. Like, if you <laughs> had to choose... Yeah. But if if you're like, well, we could take mid-harpies or we could not take mid-harpies, you should take mid-harpies because there's experience in gold there. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's free. <laughs> I, I guess AFK have just sort of figured out a way to do that. The problem is, be- now it's on tape. 
Right. And I mean, part of it, part of it is just getting the mid harpies when your enemy doesn't know, right? Because the way timers work in Smite is you only get the timer for the camp if you actually see it die. So mm-hmm. if you didn't watch AFK take them, which they, which the enemy team did it most of the time because they weren't around to see it. Well, so. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like you still should have been a, like your mid laner wasn't out of lane. Right. So he probably could have called the timer. I feel right, because that. it's like Fair. it's like they clear the wave, the mid harpies are up, you know they're up, and they go into left jungle and then come back. Right, right, right. You can call a timer three minutes. That's fair. Yeah. Well, in any event, I think that AFK really came, was one of the only teams, whether or not the only team they had, that had choreography, I don't want to say, because like right. we said, the summer final land is not this weekend coming up, but the one after that. So teams want to sit on what they have. AFK was the only team that I really think really showed, hey, look what we do, and this is how we start. And whether that will hurt them or help will help hurt them or help them going forward is up in the air. But they did take home 1,500. AFK winds up winning the, the, the North American side of the Invitational. They bested, uh, I think it was Team Solo mid. Uh, they did best Team Solo mid in the finals. And then in Europe, Epsilon beat Titan. So that was pretty fun to watch, pretty fun to see. Mm-hmm. It was on Hitbox, which is cool. I didn't have to wear a polo, which is dope. That was great. You looked a lot better. I know. Um, I I think the polos are not that bad. I'm just not a polo-wearing guy, usually. Neither am I. I've actually not worn a polo in years. <laughs> you know, so... I, you know why? It's, they don't make so v-neck weird. polos. But if they did... Well, what if you just unbutton it? Uh, no, it doesn't work. Like, down? It doesn't go no? deep enough. No? What about Henleys? Do you wear Henleys? I love Henleys. Henleys are great. There you go. I knew, I knew you'd be on board on the Henley That's train. That's right. So. I am on choo-choo. Well, I mean, I don't anymore because <laughs> I live in Florida at water sleeves, but... So, Hitbox happened. AFK won. Epsilon won. You got to see some cool stuff out of AFK. You can actually still find those VODs. Hitbox.tv slash game. They're up. They probably won't be on YouTube because it was an exhibition invitational, but... So that's out there. You guys can check that out. Um, one of the bigger things, actually, that was really sweet was today. Oh, oh, oh. One of the bigger things that was really sweet was Derdicare still one-shot in Agni, and it's still hilarious. Oh, do you, do you, did you just... What is that link? I just linked it. It's Giphy Cat. Why is it such a weird... It's okay. a great link. And that that is... That's cool. It's a that's legitimate a, a one-shot. one-shot. Yeah, like... Yep. Like, I think on the cast, Kevin thought the dragon call hit. Yeah. It didn't. It was just the dragon from the two coming out a little bit late. Dare actually yeah, missed we, that we... dragon call, and I'm going to get mad at him for it later. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we, we went to call. I think we, we rectified the, the mistake right there, because that is so much damage. You just it's see the burst go... A literal one-shot. Like, And there's... I mean, so... The, don't forget there's a Polynomicon involved in that, right? A Polynomicon and a Soul Reaver. Yeah, and yeah, a go. 3k pot and a red buff. And it was funny because they're about to get the red buff, and Dare's like, can I have that? And Last wasn't paying attention, so he just takes it, and Drew's like, what the? What are you doing, man? And then he just one-shots Agni. <laughs> I mean, that's what your assassin is supposed to do. And right? it is with a Rod of Tehuti and a red buff and a 3k pot and a Soul Reaver. No surprise there. When you well, like, it's still dumb. It. It's I mean, it's still dumb, dumb. But... <laughs> but it's <laughs> yeah. 
it just it just doesn't. So yeah, that was that was that was a big highlight. There was a cool defensive play going on. There was some cool plays, obviously, for the Hitbox Invitational. At the end of the day, sure it wasn't SPL. Sure it really didn't have any regular season or or SWC implications, but it's always cool to watch these teams play. They're top level, top world teams that you're probably going to see January 7th to the 10th. The dates were announced today. I guess it's really no surprise if you went like last year. It's the same. Yeah, it's like, dates. oh, it's in January. Right. <laughs> and well, actually, it's, it's pretty sweet. SWC.smitegame.com is the cool, there's like a cool landing page right now. So there's no tickets on sale. There's no anything just yet. It's just confirmed that it's January 7th through the 10th. It's three days. And it's at the Cop Performing Arts Center, the same place that we had it last year um, in Atlanta. So it's really cool. It's this beautiful venue. If you guys went last year, you understand just how dope it was. If you didn't, you missed out. Make it down this time. Uh, I mean, you went last year, Cret. Legit or not? Dude, I was in the back room with the media the whole time. Like, <laughs> Right? I saw one game in the auditorium. <laughs> and? That game was fucking awesome, dude! Right? Like Actually the media was... people were really cool too. It was it was a lot of fun, really good event, really fun. Um Good Worlds. Save up your money. It's worth it. This year, it's presented by Xbox One, which UMG Dallas happened this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um Scott was there because and... I saw him on a Keemstar vine. Scott was there, APC was there, they got to hang out with Keemstar, I know you're jealous. Uh... <laughs> nope, not jealous. I love Keemstar, wouldn't really want to hang out with him. <laughs> and so, the amount of Xbox people that are embracing Smite is huge. Do I think that Xbox is going to like take over the PC scene? Not necessarily. But do I think Xbox has the potential to be just as strong? Yeah. Um, and Hi-Rez is going to support that. The right now, so the teams for SWC are unannounced. We know that there's going to be ten teams from around the world. How that's going to be sort of made with a mixture of NA, EU, Oceanic, which means Australia and China and Latin America and Brazil. I don't really know, but there's ten teams coming from around the world. Is um, that less that, or more? I believe it's. I or think is we it had the same? eight last year. I think it's two more. Okay. I think it's two more. I think we had eight last year. Um, so that's pretty sweet. As I said, a lot of the details are under wraps or still being figured out. One of the details that isn't is something separate. So SWC is going on and then sort of in like a side room is going to be an Xbox competition. There's going to be a certain amount of teams invited. I don't really know how many. And 150 grand is on the line. So it's a little less than the million that's going to be for PC. But 150000 for sort of the first hurrah of xbox is pretty dope it's pretty dope that's pretty, that's dope. pretty cool now uh, so hopefully eager xbox will win that i was just gonna say I, I know really you good. guys are a little close i know you guys are a little close to uh to the xbox scene my man d worst is on your team right mm-hmm. and uh air cougar air cougar man Cookie woods I love it. So Air Cougar, if you guys if you guys have followed the PC scene for a while, you know Air Cougar. You know what was his Astro Squared. Mm-hmm. You've seen him in your favorite streamers, ranked games. You've seen him play around in the SPL. Never really was that top upper echelon player, but I think right when he quit, he was making he was making strides. He was getting better. And now he's on. I mean, I watched the MLG game battle. I hosted it on my channel. I watched it on D Worst's Twitch. Uh just recently, just a couple of days ago, and just 
damn. The, the your eager team, you got the right one. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, not right is one. actually coaching them, which is pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Or he's like coach manager. He's Zim starring them. He's Zim starring them. That's fun. That's cool. That's cool. Uh and and so they're they're doing really good. It was very exciting to see that. Um and it's cool to see other uh in other um organizations get involved. Mortality recently put out that they're looking for a team to get involved with as well. So it's very, very fun to know that some of the organizations out there are looking to sponsor people that are playing Xbox. It's not just a add-on or whatnot. If you're out there playing Xbox and you want to be legit, keep doing it. Mortality is looking for you. I'm sure there's other people looking for you as well. So I'm excited. I mean, like, I'm legit excited because I see my, like, tweet deck. Like, I look at the word smite. And these console nerds are super into it. It's it's the largest free to play uh, free to play game on Xbox right now. Yeah, Neverwinter was the so I mean and realistic and that's also man. like that's a small demographic, right? Because it's like yeah. free to play Xbox games, but like it's the largest. That, that's what I was gonna say. Free to play Xbox games. You're looking at like Neverwinter, which is trash. Warframe. Yo, Neverwinter could have been so good if they didn't unfuck or yeah. if they didn't have their economy be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. There was like there was like gold (laughs) duping and they didn't roll back the economy. And then the game was just like dead. Yeah. Yeah. Warframe's fun. Warframe is a cool game, Space Ninjas. But it totally like loses its uh, like it just becomes grindy. Yeah, I don't know how Space Ninjas becomes less fun. Right, like it just it because it's the same thing. Alright, I need to I need to if you think Warframe is fun, check out Skyforge. Skyforge is dope. Launches open beta tomorrow. It's really, really fun. Uh, Drew I'll and I are playing shot. with uh, Deegan. So, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. Cool. I remember him. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, cool so, that should, that should be fun. But, but so, you're right. It's the biggest free-to-play game on Xbox. And one of the coolest things that, I mean, I've experienced it, and APC was telling me when he was over at UMG Dallas, a lot of times the players would come because it was a sprite booth, they'd play it, they'd love it, and they'd be like, yo, this man fun, it's free during beta, but like when it releases, how much is it gonna be? Like will it be six fifty nine ninety nine, like a full retail game, or are you gonna shoot for thirty nine ninety nine? It feels like a forty dollar game. And the looks on these people's faces when you're like, nah dude, it's free. You can give us money if you want to look cool. Yeah. But it's free. Yeah. They're like these console kids are used to paying sixty dollars for a Call of Duty game, and then ten dollars every month when you play the mm-hmm. D- when you buy the DLC. Their eyes, are just, what? It's free, and I just have to pay for my camos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's it's so much fun to be that guy. Yeah, dude, it's a free game. You got an Xbox, you got online, you can play. The low barrier of entry is really cool, and it's a rarity on on the Xbox. So I'm hoping that. This that this uh our the the Xbox competition at, at SWC just blows the hell up. I'm really excited. It um, seems really cool. You know, I want to have a short little conversation. Just something that I was thinking about today. You sure. mentioned paying to look cool. Yeah. But in the SPL, you don't get to. In the SPL, no, you have to use you base don't. skins and word skins. And some people are upset by that. Like. It's my money I can't use in the SPL. Or, like, why wouldn't they want the skins? But, honestly, I think it's really important. 
I, well, I have been competitive integrity. Competitive integrity. Okay, that's cool. I understand that, and I want you to go where you're going with it. Mm-hmm. I actually agree for the same reason. You know, I've always been, I've always been like begrudgingly on the side of no skins. It's one of those things where skins are awesome, yeah. and I love skins, and I want to have my Dreadbeard Poseidon play alongside my Scallywag Kali. Sure. Just came out today, and like that shit's mad fun. It's really cool, but at the end of the day, one, it makes my job harder mm-hmm. as a commentator. And two, it makes your job harder as a viewer. It's just, sure, when you're playing Smite each and every day, it's not so bad. But when you're new to the game or showing your girlfriend, like, when you're showing your girlfriend or your boyfriend the game, hey, this is what I'm really into, I love this, check it out, that's Poseidon. And then he or she just sort of goes, No, that's a pirate. (laughs) Why why does Poseidon have flippers? Yeah. I don't, that's not what Poseidon looks like. And you're like, oh, there's... There's Thor, and you're like, no, uh, that's Jack Black. That's not Thor. So, Thor has a hammer. Like, that's rough. So, it, I, I'm more of the competitive integrity aspect, right? Have you have you played with the new Honor skin? Have you seen it? I have, yes. It's amazing, right? It is. It's now, very cool. Now, you're, you're good at sound effects. You're the sound effect guy, famous for your Jean-Cui impression, but can you do Honor's oh. impale on his basic skin? No. It's... <laughs> Yeah, like, it's loud. It's like, <laughs> right? <laughs> on her's impale on the new skin is like, pew. Ooh. It's not loud. And that is very is different if you're playing at a professional level. I mean, we we had one of the more famous examples was the opposite, was the Halloween Thanatos skin yep. put you at a disadvantage. Because when it would just Thanatos, randomly laugh in the jungle. Right! You played Thanatos, who is one of the definitions, like... If Loki is the A example, Thanatos is the B example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude that wants he's to sneak lower up tier. on you. <laughs> and so he's trying to sneak up on you and you're like, I'm playing this right. They have no wards. I confirmed that. I'm going to make my rotation. They think I'm on the right side of the map. <laughs> and then they just... The They're like, oh, I think Thanatos is here. Yeah. yeah. The other example is... Like, How many ward skins do we have in Smite? 40? 45. Sure. Yeah, sure. All with different sound effects when you place them. One of those is the quietest. Ooh, which one is it? I think it's the sword in the stone. Beep. Yeah, it's it like just that. sort of goes shink. And Beep. like, that's the quietest Beep. ward. I like Obviously, every pro player should use the quietest <laughs> ward. Right? So, it's nice for competitive integrity. Here's the downside. Hebo. And hopefully this yeah, is something that the balance team like looks at, too. right? So, I was gonna bring that up personally... I don't see why it's a problem, but uh, other people seem to think it is. Um, you, Hebo is taller in his base skin than he is in his uh, remodels, and yes. so it can be harder to aim at your feet. Now, I'm sitting here thinking, you don't know where your cursor is when it's right in front of you. <laughs> right. What the fuck? But, but to be fair, it's stupid. It is, and and there's also this weird intangible that I've talked to Lobster mm-hmm. about. I know Lobster's in chat, and I I, I feel this. So like, Hebo's taller in his um, base skin, the purple skin, and, and the recolor, uh, and the recolor, right? He's taller, so you can't see the the thing on the uh, on the ground, mm-hmm. the circle. Basically, he about. just has like two model types, right? You've got tall Hebo, right. and you've got surfing Hebo. And and here's the thing for me, 
I played Hebo when he came out. And if you guys don't know, I have like 2,000 plus worshippers on Hebo despite never playing Hebo. That was mm-hmm. my character from 0 to 30. And truth be told, I actually have a gnarly Hebo. Uh, but anytime I try to play on those other, it just doesn't feel right. Because old Hebo is skinny. New Hebo is fat. Or wider at the very least. And yeah. feel, it's, it's weird. Like, it's a video game, but the feel is still very real when you're playing at the top level. And if you can't, if you can't like feel that, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't translate to top end play. So you have your examples of space on her with a quiet and pale. That's better. And then you have, and, and then you have your examples of uh, Thanatos Halloween, which is just worse. And your example of Hebo, which, well, if you got used to playing skinny Hebo, you might want to keep playing yeah. that. And if you did, you know what I mean? So it's it goes all different ways. There's so many different, like, yeses and nos. And at the end of the day, it's easy just to say no skins. Because and there, it just actually it removes a- any situation. Like, you don't want, like, during the rule briefing, which I think Dan does it, right? Yeah, Dan does it. Yeah, so you you probably don't want Dan to be like, all right, now let's talk about which skins you can and can't use. And then going, like, god (laughs) by god through, we've got, what, 60 characters? How many skins? Probably 200, maybe 300? Yeah. Like, (laughs) no skins. And, you know, to be fair, like, it kind of sucks, but some skins have advantages, some skins have disadvantages, and uh, everyone knows that the new release skin hits 20% harder. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and like I said, don't forget, don't discount the new viewer, the new viewer experience. It's yeah. it's hard for a new viewer to just like understand that the Easter Bunny is actually Bakasura, the same character he saw last game. Being uh, yeah, especially by the other solo especially later. when it's a different model. Right. If you look at like or or Kukan. Death Machine Bakasura, his ultimate, you cannot see that puddle. I don't care who you are; it's impossible to see. Kuku Khan versus Sacred Dragon Kuku Khan, which is intentionally a throwback to Al Kwong, looks like no. a completely different character, which is all cool things for everything except for competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the gold skin things is, all right, I never do this. The whole, like, when you get criticized for making a mistake in commentating, because it's so... it. Commentary is one of those, it looks really easy because all you do is fucking talk about yeah. the game, but it's actually difficult because you're You have to whatever. watch a team fight, understand everything that's happening for all 10 players, and then say what's important. While you're watching, and sometimes production's talking to you yeah. about things you gotta, like, uh-huh. it's, it is tough. I'm never that guy that's like, yeah, well, why don't you fucking do it? Right, because you're commentating professional play, so, like, right. it's hard exactly. for them to. Yeah, so... Y'all really want golden skins? Why don't you go commentate Golden Cabracken versus Golden Jeanqui versus Golden Kumbakarna and not mix those gods up? Especially during the Guardian <laughs> meta. Like, yeah, oh my dude. god. Like, get out of here. I don't want any part of that. You just sit there and you're like, well, all the fat dudes are in the middle. Something's going on. Oh, that's Kumba because he used the ult. Sweet. Figured that one out. Everybody's running away from Cabracken. Nope, that's Jean Kui. Got it? There we go. Like, <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that at all. I mean, the, the, that's and nothing. honestly, the it's the same thing for the viewers as well. Like, yeah, from the top down, <laughs> you might not have the window max. Like, 
when you guys are watching the game, you got it full screen, I assume, right? <laughs> like, when when I'm watching the game, may, maybe it's on my chat? smaller monitor. Maybe maybe I have chat open, so my window is smaller, right? Like, <laughs> and if I have chat open and it's on this monitor, which is smaller, and it's not actually that weird because I have so many, but just, anyway, yeah. I'm not going to be able to tell Ymir from Krabakin, and I've played <laughs> a lot of Ymir. Right? And it just, so, and trust me, I don't hate fun. I really don't hate fun. I do. I like skins. I know you do. You hate fun, you hate flavor, you hate flair. Hair. But I hate I hair. like skins. I like, I, I want to see, and I know pros have their, like, I mean, like, me, I love my Northern Lights Freya. When I play Jungle Freya, I play her Northern Lights. When I play Lane Freya, I play her uh, Pixel Hunter. That's sure. what I do every time. And I get that pro players have that. I get that pro players fan bases associate with like their X skin with their X player. But yeah, the upsides just outweigh the like, aw, that's not as cool factor of the you know because that's the only downside. Right. That's the, the downside argument. of not having sk- skins is oh man. <laughs> now it's not a shark; it's a kraken. Yeah, and yeah. like before you before you get on to me, the skins aren't sold more often when they're played in the SPL. It's just not a thing. So mm-hmm. like knowing that marketing's not a thing, there really is like no don't cry over spilt milk. So I see that a lot. I see sometimes even players talk about it. I see a lot from fans to be more fair. Um and it's just one of those things where like that sucks. <laughs> but it just makes more sense to not do that so uh no real skins in the swc not something that i cry about too much and and if you were crying about it, hopefully this conversation opened your eyes because i feel like these are the things that like people didn't think about uh-huh right <laughs> so, yeah or yeah. another another example uh just like lobster mentioned gi zhang in chat changes the color of the circle of death that's really yeah. big is it yeah, when when the area around Zhongkui is now orange instead of green. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That'll do it. Like yep. you're like you what is this on the ground? Why is it hurting me? <laughs> oh, that's Zhongkui. Yep. Stuff like that is is yeah, it just cleans up pro play a little bit. Um I want to move on to our next subject. Over the past few months, we've done three to four shows about players getting banned. We've done Iraffer, we've done Mask, we've probably done someone else. I think we did mask twice. Yeah, um, we did mask twice. We yeah. did. Um, and now we have loved it. Players are starting to get unbanned. Um, Proxy QQ's ban just came up. Doctor Elo getting unbanned uh, kind of soon as well. And I think it's important. And granted, this isn't as deep or as long, but I think this is important to have the other side of the conversation, right? When a player gets unbanned, what do you do, right? Like. Proxy got banned for being a jerk. And right. now, if he wants to play professionally, that account got permabanned. He has to play on his new account, Yixorp. Which is, which is how... So, it's important to, mm. to, it's important to me to stress the difference between uh, competitive ban and traditional smite ban. So, like, if you, average fuckboy that doesn't play in the SPL, you get banned... It's not against the TOS to create a new account. Yeah, no, like, you can't. 
your your punishment for whatever it is hacking or harassment or something i think hacking is like an ip man or something or something i I, I'm not familiar. I know that IP bans happen with like certain severity. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure the ins and outs. I'm not support team, but in any event, like most of the time, barring extreme circumstances, if you get banned, your punishment of actual being banned is your stats, your history, your friends list. If you actually give a shit about that, and the money you've spent. That's like the it's gone. Gotcha, bitch. Right. So you can create a second yeah. account. Yeah. Buy a problem, another god pack. Smurf accounts are not against the rules. I see people when a lot of people were talking about that when people got banned for account sharing. You can have multiple accounts. That's not a problem. You just can't use someone else's. Yeah, you just can't use someone else. You can't share them. Yeah. So so that that's the so proxy is permanently banned on his account and could create a new account on day one of the ban to play Smite. Sure. But this competitive ban is something different. I think it's called a bar. Yes, just barred from So basically play. it's just when you get perma ban on an account you're barred from competitive play for a year. So far no one has gotten rebarred. Um but if anyone could do it proxy could. <laughs> <laughs> I love proxy. Proxy, proxy but... actually his uh, proxy was really known hardcore as a uh, well, just not a nice dude similar to how Omega was. Sure. But Reading proxy, what proxy had to say, and I mean, Omega changed, right? Yeah. So going way back in the day, uh, o- Omega solo landed for Cloud9. He actually, the reason his name is Omegatron or Omega with a weird thingamajigger is because Omega is permabanned. Um, he uh, got banned for harassment and was, you know, banned from competitive play and then allowed back in after XYZ. But he'll never get his Omega account back. Because that's just that's the difference between competitive and non-competitive bands, and so Omega changed, and Omega was considered one of the most like ridiculous, uh, over-the-top players um, when it comes to that sort of thing, and and so Proxy Proxy gave out two um, two statements. He he put out like a large statement, and so what happens is when players want to get unbanned, they they give an appeal. Um, all bands, competitive bands, have to sit for at least one week. And then starting the second week, a player can appeal. Um, and whether or not that appeal is accepted is up to... Has you know, any appeal actually been stuff. accepted? Proxies. Really? Yeah, Proxy uh, Proxy applied for an appeal April 7th. Or April 11th, and they said no. So Proxy was banned last December for extreme hate speech. Um, and this was a, this was a permaban... And the competitive ban was for a year, I believe. Right. So it was supposed to be until December. Um, but Proxy ap- appealed in the springtime, April 11th, and was denied still. Still just, you know, wasn't good enough. Uh, this time around, he appealed and it got lifted. Its, effect- it's effective lifted date is July 8th. Um, and so an excerpt from his appeal was, I will strive to become a better role model for the Smite community by refraining from using derogatory language towards other players. I will not continue the actions that I was banned for, for the betterment of myself, as well as the community around me. Mm-hmm. My success and high expectations of players allowed me to grow impatient with them and eventually led to harassment when they wouldn't perform at the level that I held myself to. So it basically, I mean, like I said, it's, it's subjective and it's done by the admins, but... 
he seemed really he seemed legitimately sorry and and, and like and comes out with it losing proxy was a jerk and he deserved to get banned but he also mm -hmm. played in the launch tournament he's also was on sk gaming like he was one of the founding members he founded i kicked which then became fanatic which then became right. like half of trig and now paradigm like proxy has been very important to the competitive scene historically it was really sad to see him banned, though he deserved it. And it's really exactly. cool to see him back. Hopefully, he will act well. Like, he won't be a I, jerk. And I think he will. So, separate from separate mm -hmm. from his... Uh, separate from the... What's it called? The appeal. You can actually find the quote in there. One of the things that really struck me was... Uh, the writer of this article went out asked him, just like, Hey, man... You have a statement that you want to put in the article, and there's a long statement you can read in the article itself. But one of the things that I really took away from it was, uh, uh, I'm very grateful for this opportunity and look forward to showing the community my renewed drive and energy. I think one of my biggest downfalls leading up to my ban was humility or lack thereof. I was not remembering to stay humble, and I was not letting frustrations go. I realize now that some things are better than pride, some things are worth fighting for, and one of those things is the smite community. And he goes on to, to say some more things, but, I mean, that right there, that, that, that seems real to me. I'm down. And, like, I, I know Proxy, I've talked to him, and I believe it. You know what I mean? And like I said, if he's just pulling the wool over our eyes, he'll just get banned again when he's yeah, He probably will. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 for one, I think I, I take it at face value. I like what Proxy had to say, and that's sort of what comes down to it. Is is like I said, a subjective ruling by the admin. Uh, I have no idea what went on, but I'm glad to see him back. I hope that he can stay back. It'll be interesting to see where he winds up if on an SPL team. Yeah, and so just what it comes down to is some players bans will eventually get lifted, or maybe an appeal goes through, or whatever. Um, I don't know, and I, I think there are players who get banned and don't change, right? And I of think course. there are players who hopefully do change. Proxy, it's now his time to prove that he's acting differently, or right. at the very least is using a smurf for his hate speech. Um... And, you know, like, we're at the point where it's no longer, like, Hi-Riz needs to take a stand and show us that the competitive <laughs> scene is legitimate. Like, it's, yeah, no, the, the it's, like, it's, the, precedent the precedent has been set, set and I mean, Smite I, is I, real, and, like, you don't want to get banned. I still believe that Cognitive Gaming would not be the joke of a team they are if Mask was still on that squad. I think he would have made them a better team. I mean, it depends, but right? He's a like giant douche, so he gets banned, right? Yeah, but that's <laughs> like part of it is the the, the the sort of player that gets perma banned by being a douche, yeah. like not necessarily the best person on a team, or not well, not necessarily the best member of a team, right? Right, and and you know, and I always I always love to show equal uh, both sides of the coin. Omega did it. Yeah. You can grow. You can totally grow. And it's worth saying Mask is young. Mask came out and did say, like, oh, I acknowledge my mistakes and blah, blah, blah. So should he choose to appeal? Maybe he will change as well. We don't know. I don't want to paint him with a bad brush. But Omega was one of the first pro players to get banned for it. Came back. And it's been over a year. Dude, has it gotten banned again? 
we hear no drama about it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that right there shows that almost anybody can change. And Omega was, at the time, that was like a big deal. Everybody was angry about it. You, you want to talk about Reddit threads about Raffer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Omega was the Reddit thread. So yeah. people people were very up in arms about that. And, if he, and, you know, he has the reputation of being the BM guy. And he, he still does. He still does. But he's but doing it right now. He's cultivating right. the he's cultivating the bad boy persona instead of right. just being a dick. Weekend pushes it as well. Weekend pushes it as well a little bit. Uh, I think, yeah, you could I say he pushes it. The line. I think weekend. I think weekend is like. Personally, I think weekend is like a photo or like he's like stepping over the line, and yeah. you know I'd really hate to see something happen, right. but like. Homie has a sub emote for BM, which yeah. is hilarious. Because but BM Homie is fun. has a sub emote for BM. No, see, BM is fun, but it's about how to BM. And yeah, I, and, yeah, I talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I talked to him about it, and he and and I talked to him just briefly because I mean, I have been before I was a high risk employee, before I was a smite like dude, when I was just another name in Twitch chat. I was the guy loving Omega when he was, like, really bad. And I talked to Weekend about, like, you know, BM and what that means, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and Weekend said, he's like, dude, I will, I will trash a player's ability to play the game, but I won't trash somebody personally unless they come at me or deserve it. And I think that's, that's a good yeah. way that, like, that's, it, it's totally, like, I like to see, I'm better than you. You suck. Look at my bank account. That's fun. I like mm-hmm. it. I love it. I'm not an admin, so I can't tell you if it's right or wrong. Yeah. But now, I don't like you're a douchebag. You're a pussy. Like, I don't like that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk yourself up. Don't talk other people down. And the the other big thing is don't do it in the game client. Right, yeah. No. Like, <laughs> so, like, to an extent, you can say whatever you want on stream. Now, if yeah. your stream is literally just, like, rapping the American anthem but replacing every word with a racial slur, Hi-Rez <laughs> has in their SBL contract well, yeah. that they can ban you. Exactly. And that's, like, yeah. and uh, Flareboot Flare put it in chat, each player must also display one banner behavior throughout the entire duration of my pro league. This includes before, after, during, space, good behavior, especially in all public areas of interaction, which include, but are not limited to Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and the Smiting Game Client. That's the racism clause, right? Yeah. Like, that's the, like, are you being racist on Twitter? Because we can remove you from the SPL if you are. Yeah, and, and, like, and, it's, and it's, it's above it's, and beyond. It's not really something that anyone at Hyrus wants to have to use. But in general, like, Hyrus doesn't want to ban people. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the real big takeaway. I mean, I'll tell you right now that our ad, the admins that do decide that sort of thing... They have no problem using the hammer when it needs to be used, but it's mm-hmm. not something nobody's excited, right? No, it's 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 an unfortunate e- evil, I guess you could say. I think the best example of that was the five ring band disqualify last year, right? Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. It had to happen. <laughs> that like I, I remember, I, I we, you and I were there. We were right? in the office. We were there, and like the whole the whole idea, like when it went down, five finger men. If you got just a few, you guys in five finger men got disqualified from 
wild cards for match fixing with Clow, and it like ruined a lot of cool potential stuff. But the the feeling around the office was just like, do we have proof? We do have proof. Son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I remember Bart literally saying, "God, why didn't he just say I don't remember anything?" Right? Because <laughs> right, like. <laughs> You could have just you could have just X Y Z out of the way, but damn it, we have to ban him now. Yeah. Damn it, we have to do this now. Yeah. And that's that's what winds up happening is is these players like you know they they get reported or whatnot, and you look at it and you're like, damn it, you said you said the wrong word, man. I'm so mad. Like, can can you like? <laughs> I don't know if you were there, but. I just, I can't imagine the reaction from, like, Bart or APC or whoever was first to read the email about Mask and all those other guys. Yeah. Like, I I just, like, sanction against, like, SPL player, open, oh, god damn it, <laughs> right? Like... Yeah, I mean, that, that's the feeling when you, when there's a new Reddit thread, right? Yeah. When, when Raffer, like, so, and just so y'all know, like, the Reddit, the Raffer ban did not come from Reddit, but obviously these, you know, there is no such thing as a vacuum. Uh, yeah. But Raffer got looked at, the Reddit thread happened, and everybody, like, you know, we all told each other, we all knew before we got told, and I just remember Kevin, Adonis coming to me and be like, hey, man, did you see uh did you see the threat on Raffer? And I was like, please no. <laughs> right? Like these guys are our, these guys are our friends, you know. These guys are Smite is a close-knit community. We're growing and that's it sucks. But at the end of the day, when bans have to happen, the integrity of the league comes before everything else. Um and that that obviously cheating, but that includes the the sort of humility of the league and, and the respectability of the league. And, you know, I saw some people like fucking around and being funny about me saying BM is fine and then immediately linking the SPL clause about how BM is not fine. And it's a line and it's an ambiguous line that nobody yeah. can really draw that on the clause sand, is sucks, like but... deliberately. He's probably not going to. Well, he probably would say this, but like <laughs> Mr. Hi-Rez probably isn't going to be like, yeah, that's ambiguously worded so that it can be applied to more situations than it is applied to. But like it can be applied to more situations than it is applied to, right? Like it, you yeah. could you could apply that to like almost anything. So it's just <laughs> literally a don't be a douchebag clause and you know, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure like if someone was starting to push the line too hard, like APC would be like, Hey, stop it. I don't wanna have to ban you. Yeah, exactly. I mean and there are the does, right? Yeah. No bias, no ism, no race, creed, or gender. Just no isms. Or any no of that no, no isms. Yeah, like that's that's the duh. That's the duh. And at the end of the day, frankly, if if you're going to embrace those isms in your everyday life, I probably don't want you associating with representing my league or associating with my league anyway. Uh huh. So like, hold that. But and as you said, I am commentary and I am content creation. I am not an admin. I have nothing to do with that. But I'd be very sad if somebody got banned or in trouble or fined. For, it is like, sad. For like, I'd be very, you know, if it was, and, and I don't think this is the do, if it was, you know, well, uh, 
MLC Stealth. I'm going to pick MLC Stealth because publicly he's it's stupid hilarious. nice. It's hilarious. Right? Right? MLC Stealth is one of our nicest public figures around, right? If MLC Stealth called somebody, like, a loser right after they won a game, I would hate to see him banned for that. That that sucks, and that's not going to make anybody feel good, but there's a big difference between, say, between saying, the best team won. How does that make you feel, guy on the other side? And... You suck because you smell bad and your girlfriend's ugly. There's a big difference mm-hmm. between that, right? And you and do I... suck because you smell bad. <laughs> and I feel like we can toes the line and sometimes, I, I don't know, I've never experienced him going across it, but rumor, you know, whatever. But I'm sure someone has. Of weekend, I'm, I, I feel like the majority of what Weekend does is just like... He has fun with it. He has, he's, an, he's not a soft dude, which... I mean, I had a conversation, too, about... So the console kids at UMG Dallas didn't know what BM meant. Right. I guess it's a a PC phrase. I didn't know what BM meant before I came into Smite. Yeah, you know what? I wonder who brought BM to Smite. Because I didn't either. He's a StarCraft guy. BM's a StarCraft term. It's a StarCraft term? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Probably was that. I don't don't think it was allied, but somebody StarCraft, I would say. But I mean, like, I, I... it's just, man, I don't, I feel like a lot of PC players were, I don't know, man, I, I just, I, I, I just feel like PC players are a little softer than other they competitive-minded yeah. people. I mean, have you seen the Call of consoles. Duty community? Like, that's, yeah, they love that shit. Right? And traditional sports, I mean, basketball for basketball had to have rules implemented to stop trash talk on the field, right? Like, that's just the culture of everything but PC sports. And then you look at PC esports and you see StarCraft, which is like, if you don't shake your opponent's hand, you are the, the super villain of the scene. Yeah. Right? It's such a big dichotomy between the well, two I mean, sort I, of worlds. Like, just going into it, I guess it just comes down to the GG culture in PC yeah. communities, right? Like, consoles have never really had that. But right. pretty much every PC game for forever has had GG to some extent. It's <laughs> just the thing that you say. And I think that's interesting. I think it's made for some yeah. great casting moments. I think it's made for some copies of great casting moments. I think it's... GG! Yeah, not cool if you're not doing StarCraft. Uh... Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Um... I think one of my favorite things like that is is when Stefano was in his prime. I don't know if he still does it, but when Stefano was in his prime, he's a StarCraft 2 player. If you beat him instead of saying GG, he would say congrats, which is cool. Okay. That's, That's cool. Because cool. like, if you beat him, you're fucking good, and you deserve yeah. congratulations. Congrats, dude. Congrats, dude. So, now, I, I like to beat BM. Yeah, you I do. I really do. Yeah. I really do. Um, and I don't like when people take it away from me. Hearthstone, you're limited to what you can say. Oh, every and that makes I it win, worse, almost. Dude, every time I win, I say thanks. <laughs> like, I look at the field, I calculate lethal, I say thanks, and then I kill him. And then I win. Yeah. And it just feels so good. 
I don't know. I, I want, I want that. And I mean, it's, I like that in competition. I think it's a big part of competition. Uh, you know, when you when you take a look at some of the greatest competitors of all time, they are very, very, very rough around the edges. BM, yeah. yeah. If you want to use the term. Sure. Let's name some examples real quick, just to. I mean, uh, you can't just well, say the greatest of all time and not list examples. Sure, the the, the obvious go to is Michael Jordan. Right. He is like one of the largest douchebags in the entire world. Uh, Omega. <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah. One Omega of the greatest is... competitors of all time. I mean, that's... Di- all right, so my favorite my favorite night. story about Omega, <laughs> I was playing Dawngate at yeah. 8 a.m. on a Saturday, like months ago, and on the other team, some dude named Omega QT just goes, my team fucking sucks dick, and I'm like, <laughs> holy shit, you're Omega, <laughs> and it was Omega! <laughs> That's Omega! That's not my favorite type of VM. I like cross-team, not inter-team. But like... It's still like... That's that's a great anecdote. Yeah, it was amazing. We played a game after that. But, uh... I mean, that's... that's, I feel like that also brings something out. I mean, one of my favorite clips of all time is, uh... Uh, what was his name? It's not verbal. BM, right? It's it's the idea of of just like no, just like getting in somebody's head, yeah. Which is really fun in competition. Is this one time that somebody tries to inbound the ball in in basketball, and like it's, you throw the ball from out of bounds, just like in football or soccer, and the guy takes the ball and does this, like throws it, like doesn't throw it, holds it, but just shoves it right in Kobe Bryant's face. He's just like whatever, man, like. If there were strict rules against BM, that couldn't have happened. That moment couldn't have happened. And, like, I love that sort of thing. I love inter-team play. I love to hear at the LAN, the most recent LAN that we had, not the not the Week 7, but the Spring Final LAN, you had Maniac, you had Maniac screaming at Divios. So they're fighting in the solo lane, and he kills Divios. And he goes, yeah, how's that taste? Yeah, Divios, you did and then he does it again. And he goes, yeah, Divios, I beat you, Divios, right? And then later on, we're talking like 10 minutes later, Divios shits on Maniac and they win the game. And Divios goes, yeah, Maniac, what's up? Like, And he had been quiet and silent the whole game. Yeah. That's the type of stuff that, that I love that. Is that BM? Yeah. Yes, yeah. sort of. But does it make the game great? Oh, it's good. Yes. It's awesome. I love it. It was, especially like, the first, I, I, you can find the VODs on YouTube. When Maniac's yelling, Divios just looks like the saddest player. He's so sad. Divios, you were very sad. He just looked like a like an owl that got his treats taken away. He was just, just very sad. He was just quiet, doing his thing. And then he just turned around and shit on Maniac and was just like, yeah! And, like, it made him feel better. It made the crowd feel better. It was so cool. And the Maniac got wrecked. And it was so much fun. Uh-huh. It was so cool. And then, as Allied said, the aftermatch handshakes are always awkward because you're, like, screaming. <laughs> it was so much funny. It, 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 was, it was so much fun. It was so funny. And, you know, that's the type of stuff There's that, some like... great moments. There was one at the lunch tournament upstairs where 
at some did? point, someone just stood up and yelled. I think it was Aninster. Who just yep. stood up and yelled, Good shit on her, Shane! <laughs> yep. And like, and like, that was set up so that the computers were facing each other. Like, monitors back to back. Yeah. So and good. Like, that's... That's why I say BM is BM can be fun. There's I'm obviously not, a limit. Right. I'm not sitting here telling you to go home and in your casual Q game tell your teammate to like suck a dick. I'm not telling you And in fact, that. I'm telling you that if anyone BMs you in your casual game, hold down tab, mute them, it will disable laugh macros, it will disable yeah. taunts. And it, then report it them will, after the game. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. And, and if I'm someone's being a dick, saying, like report them for sure. Right. And I'm not sitting here saying SPL players should be able to, you know, call their opponents or their friends any sort of name that you wouldn't want to hear. But having a certain amount of animosity is probably too strong of a word, but having a certain amount of just screw you, you're in my way when I'm trying to win a tune is fun and it makes the game more exciting. I love it. It's so much fun. So it's it's one of those things where I don't know. People will complain about BM and I think as long as there's a an understood limit. Yeah. It's all and, good. And man. yeah, like man, if someone kills me and taunts me, I will find them, I will kill them, and I will spam taunt on their corpse until they respawn. Anyway, guys, you have anything else you want to spit before we let everybody go? Uh, I might. You might? I might. I made... I mean, the I answer made, is yes or no. I made spaghetti today, and I found out we were out of Parmesan cheese, and I'm really upset. I hate you so much. Anyway, guys, don't forget, <laughs> SWC was announced today, January 7th to 10th. Start getting your hotel and flight arrangements done now. The longer you wait, the more expensive it is. And ask anybody that went last year. You don't want to fucking miss this. SWC is one of the coolest. It's actually really cool. All of the people that came, like people that were invited, big YouTube people, other eSport people that just wanted to see what SWC was about, had all said that this was one of the cooler eSports events they've ever been to. And this is the second time we're going to yeah. do it. So it's only got to get cooler. So you want to make it, you want to meet it, you want to be there. There's going to be a lot of people that you know there. There's going to be people, a, lot of, a lot of people that you don't know there. Meet your Twitter base, et cetera. 7th through the 10th, uh, you can find all the info, swc.smitegame.com. Don't forget about the Xbox shit as well. Yeah, so, so remember, big stuff. book your flight, book your hotel, figure out who you're rooming with, start heading up Twitter base. Yes, Twitter base is the most important They're part. They're vital. We'll catch, we'll catch you next time. Tuesday at 5. Peace. We're out.